Hey friends, welcome to episode 28 of the Waterworks Ministries podcast. I am your host, Reverend Karen Weiss, and I am excited to bring to you part two of Badasses Know Themselves. Waterworks Ministries is a ministry of prayer, and we focus on spiritual direction, coaching, training and retreats, and advocacy and justice work. If you are interested in finding out more about spiritual direction, you can contact us through our website at www.waterworksministries.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Waterworks Ministries. We do have a couple more openings for the spring, um, late April 2019, so please feel free to give us a holler through like I said, Facebook, Instagram, or through our website, and we'll see how we can help you grow closer to God and the divine and, and see how that's transformational for your life. So without any further delay, here is part two, Badasses Know Themselves. Um, and so then next we're going to go into Myers-Briggs. Um, which Missy is laughing and shaking my, her head. My undergraduate, I have a BS in behavioral psychology. So the Myers-Briggs just makes me laugh because it's been around. It's been around forever. forever. Um, <laughs> it's still very pertinent. It is still very pertinent at times, um, depending on your job, they will do the Myers-Briggs assessment for you to help you, you know, do a little bit of self-discovery. There's a book that I actually have called Soul Types. It's by uh, Sandra Krebs Hirsch and Jane A.G. Kies, I think is how you say it, mm. K-I-S-E. Uh, but it actually matches your per personality and your spiritual path, um, which for the way that I am wired, having like a handbook like this mm -hmm where like things can fit into categories and you can start someplace. Yeah, Missy's miming C uh, at me. Um, it's a great place to start, but at the same time, I'm very independent. So like I have to always, always tweak. <laughs> you, you have but, to test it to see if it really yeah, is what is, is being suggested. Mm -hmm. So. You may have heard of extrovert versus introvert, um, and that is the first part mm -hmm. of Myers-Briggs. So we'll just jump right into that. Yeah. Um, and and this is, you know, many many people have said, you know, Karen and I are, are cut of the same cloth. This is where our paths diverge. Yes. In one, in one way, that when you look at the DISC, or if you were to look at the strengths finder down the road, mm -hmm. you can see the differences even within the Myers-Briggs because I am an extrovert, which is in alignment with that peacock, yeah. that I part mm -hmm. of my personality, where Karen is an I, she's an introvert, yes. which is that C, C. that owl yeah. coming out. But I believe that in mainstream world, introverts extroverts is probably one of those personality characteristics that gets used as a crutch hmm. more than and mis misused and, and misunderstood and people are labeled in such a way and there are expectations based upon oh that's just a person who's an extrovert i know someone who 
is very, very, we're talking Myers-Briggs and throughout her life, she is an extremely high I, introvert I. But her job requires her to be on stage, to be doing presentations, to be doing trainings. And she's always very witty and she's very engaging and the audience and her students love her. So everyone assumes that she's an E, an extrovert. Mm -hmm. She's one of the, like her, I don't remember where it was on the scale, but her I for it's introvert super is super high. When she has to go and do these types of public engagements, it will exhaust her mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually, and physically for days mm -hmm. afterwards. Whereas an extrovert is energized by those mm -hmm. opportunities. But so often people will say, oh, you're just an extrovert or, oh, you're an introvert based upon what they see you do. Mm -hmm. And the Myers-Briggs is not looking at what you do. It's yeah. looking at who you are. And how, like, and so for the E and the I, it's how are you energized? Yes. How, where do you get your energy? Um, and so, like Missy said, E's, extroverts, they get energy from being around people, from um, like group projects or, you know, parties, games, you know, those kind of things where an introvert, giving them a book and a hot cup of tea and leaving them alone for four hours, amazing. And I, I do want to highlight something that you you didn't you mentioned um is that oftentimes people misinterpret introversion with shyness oh yes and you can have a very shy extrovert absolutely very shy whereas like people often think i'm an extrovert because sometimes i can be charming um <laughs> i have a very dry sense of humor you know, my mom, who is the only extrovert in my family, made very sure that both my brother and I grew up to learn how to interact with people and be respectable and, you know, nice and, and those kind of things. So we know how to have a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a switch for introverts. It's one of those things where a switch, at least for me and my brother, mm -hmm. And I think for the friend that you mentioned as Absolutely. well, it's a switch. But once our tank is empty, we are done. Yes. yes. <laughs> like everything about us, our whole demeanors, they change. We look like we've been hit by a mm -hmm. car. Like it's just. Because it is such a conscious choice that an introvert makes yes. to present yourself in that arena where an extrovert it just is second nature. Mm -hmm. They don't think about it. Yeah. But, but you know, it's interesting because I, I score fairly high on the E. I'm really high on the E, <laughs> but I crave solitude. Mm -hmm. But it's in a different, it's, it's different. It's not because I'm exhausted by people. The motivation for me is there are times that I have to go off the grid so mm -hmm. that I can reset, refocus, spend time with the Lord and just really kind of cut away all the fluff mm -hmm. around. But, but I just, this, this Susan, um, I just watch her in amazement mm -hmm. because I've said to her before, you know, and because mm -hmm. 
and it is something that to John Q. Public, they would never see the emotional toll mm-hmm. that being on takes on her. Yeah, because for people who are introverted and do have those kind of public jobs, speaking for myself as one of those people, mm-hmm. often I've learned right, wrong, or ridiculous, how to create a very persuasive image. And when I know I'm on, I'm on. But if you catch me off guard, you'll see some cracks in that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, I'm, it's one of those things where you just do it. And extroverts are perfectly fine and capable of being alone. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another misconception. If you're an extrovert, you know, you're just miserable and you're afraid and you surround yourself with people because you can't stand the silence. That's not true. Mm -hmm. It is all. And and I think that's really the point that that we want to make, especially through with the Myers-Briggs. It is not how you know who you are it's it's how you are recharged how you are recharged where do you get your energy and also where are the landmines which Mm -hmm. bring us into the next (laughs) few letters here the next combination of letters so just for disclosure um i karen am an intj and missy which is why people think we're very similar Mm -hmm. Missy is an ENTJ. Yes. Um, I am married to an ISTJ. Um, and I don't know what Tim is, but I'll have to think about that. He he had to take it. Um he's an E as well. Um hmm. I can't remember. But so the next combination, so you're either one or the other, mm-hmm. um, is S for sensing and N for intuition. And if any of you know my husband, he oozes S, like with every ounce of his being. Um, He's a hunter and a fly fisherman, and he is really, really good at those things because he notices. He uses his five senses to get an exceptional picture of the world. Whereas me as an introvert, or not introvert, but intuitive Intuitive. person i pay attention to like this what this book um, soul types calls the sixth sense Mm -hmm. so that's um meanings uh undercurrents kind of hunches yeah i say that i i make most of my decisions from my gut absolutely Mm -hmm. Um, but sensing people don't Well, I can say for me and my husband, my husband does not always appreciate the intuitive nature of my decision making. (laughs) He's like, but that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I know it in my bones. It's in my gut. Let, please just listen to my gut because I know that I'm right. And when when you are an N, (laughs) it is something that many, 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 many times, that's a lot of minis and it's for a reason. When someone tries to, when an S tries to get you to justify what your gut is telling you, forget it. Like, no, 
yeah, it's not I possible. just I, I just, just know. know. I just know. And it's funny because my husband, um, he's really, I'll have to have him do the Myers-Briggs again because we did it when we were in law school. And, um, but he, as, as we've gotten older, he really is a mix of mm -hmm. that S and that N. Which is possible. Um, which, is, which is possible. But it's funny because sometimes he will say, I just have this feeling. But then when I use it, mm -hmm. it's like, well, <laughs> where did that come from? You know? <laughs> Um, so like, I've got my rumbly belly. I got my rumbly belly is what I call it. And, uh, but it's funny because we're both J's, which we'll get to. So yeah. it's not surprising mm -hmm. that he would be critical of why Yeah, I just say, but the, or in, the N's or and in the law. S's, I mean, the N's and S's, those are really <laughs> quite polar opposites mm -hmm. of, of how you perceive the world and, and how you make decisions. But again, you can't use it as, oh, well, I just always go with my gut. Mm -hmm. And you're not really having that intuitive thought and yeah. feeling. It's what you want. So you just mm -hmm. say, oh, well, I oh, just I, think, I yeah. feel. I feel that this should be, you know. There really is. a sense in my gut. Yeah, no. Eh, not all the When time. it's real, when you, when you are in that N quadrant, um, it's not anything that you can control. You just yeah. you just have this intuition, and mm -hmm. and I do like that. The sixth sense—that's what most people out in mainstream would call mm -hmm. it. You just know that you know. Yeah, but like in terms of talking to my husband, I cannot at all lead with. I feel this in my gut. Like I don't use those words with him. Mm -hmm. I have to couch it in either like. Meant, so like the C can come out in this way, but like re I am a gut centered person, right? This is, it's my gut has never steered me wrong. Mm -hmm. And I can, I don't say never very often, but my gut has not ever steered me wrong um, yes. because it takes in information. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it's not anything that you decide. It's yeah. just you, your body, your mind has. It, it's like the, you know, the animals that, you know, through their tongue or, or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. will receive all the, all the signals out in yeah. its surrounding and tell it, is it danger? Is it safe? Mm -hmm. It's not making that cognitive choice, yeah. but everything around it is leading it to its decision. Yes. And that is how I think the intuitive part yeah. um, works. Mm -hmm. It's just, you yeah. are in tune with all the all the different factors around you, even if you're not cognizant of it. Yes. And that's where the, I don't know why I just, yeah. and I like you over the decades that uh, my husband and I have been married many decades. Um, I've just learned that yeah. I don't, I don't start with those either no. because nor really do, do I end with them? No, with I, I interweave it. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. So then the third uh, set of, of letters are F as in Franklin and T as in Thomas. Uh, and F stands for feelings and T stands for thinking. And Missy and I, I think are both very high T's. We're big T's. We're big T's. There's um, that D personality coming out. <laughs> yes. So, and like we said before, when you take these tests and personality mm -hmm. profiles, 
stuff lines up. It does. And it does. So you can use one thing from one and like another yeah. from another, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, this this makes a bit more sense. And or it, this is how I can soften this. And you again, know. you know, because these are the ways that our personalities are created and and how we are, and that's not a cop out. That's just yeah. this we're aware of what our personality types are. If we're saying, oh, we're big T's or we're this, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong yeah. with the F for feeling. It's just we can speak from our experience yeah. of having this personality. So if you take these and you come up and you're different, you know, you're an S mm -hmm. or you're a T, you know, on the Myers-Briggs, mm -hmm. please don't hear anything in this podcast that we are being critical or saying no. that any part is better. They're just mm. different. No. And we're almost making fun of ourselves right because at least for this pair of letters and the next one um this is where we get into the bulldozer battering ram thing which is you know this is something that she and i missy and i need to soften um so the feeling person takes into consideration the feelings of others in their decisions i have two good friends who are high f's they drive me crazy at times um generally it takes them a long time to figure out where they want to eat Ugh. if we're going out to eat or what we're eating because like i can watch them decide like and kind <laughs> and try and process what everyone else is feeling mm -hmm. And there have been times where I've been in the car with them and I've said, I am not making this decision. I don't care. I am forcing you two to make this decision. And when you do that to someone who is an F, you can see panic come across their face. When you say, when you are a T and use time, I am not yeah. in control. You can literally yeah. see the veil of panic yeah. come over them because they're so concerned about about what, what everyone else. Yeah. It's not that they're incapable of making a decision. Mm -hmm. It no. is not that at all. It is they are so, so highly concerned with not being accommodating for others. And they're constantly mm -hmm. thinking about others over self. Mm -hmm. These are some of the most selfless people yeah. you will ever come in contact. Again, the world yes. needs more. Mm -hmm. um, but when you are a T on making decisions that really don't impact national mm -hmm. diplomacy or anything, yeah. it can drive you crazy. Yeah. So for the Fs, please understand that your frustration could be that a T just makes a decision. Yeah. And you don't understand how they could just make a decision so fast. Yeah. It is really just all in how you Because the T does not take into account other people's feelings. No. Not that we don't appreciate that they yeah. have them. We yeah. just don't need to know them to make yeah. a decision. Yes. Yes. And so T is the thinking, obviously, as we've talked and joked about this, um, we base decisions on what I will call objective criteria, like logic, uh, analysis, you know, cause and effect reasoning, those kind of things. So like for Missy and I, that's, that's the D coming out um, where it's like, eh, if we, and I think F's and S's are linked. They are um, linked. 
you you will find that quite quite often and and i did have someone this was years ago i was doing a training on the on the um myers-briggs and and the disc and lining them up and showing the similarities and i did have someone ask me this i'd totally forgotten about this until just now how is it possible that you can be intuitive and a thinker mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense and to me it made perfect sense if my gut doesn't tell me something then i'm going to base it solely on yeah fact uh-huh but you can give me all the facts in the world but if my gut is telling me something i will go against facts yes so uh-huh it it really is an all and nothing yeah yuri that's that's a great way to describe it because yes it's 100 percent the truth with nts mm-hmm Mm -hmm. So if you have people in your circle that you just sometimes can't figure them out, like, mm -hmm. wait, this decision seems completely out of the norm. Yeah. And the decision was made fast. How did chances are you have someone who's an N and a T. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because those are the ways that you make your decisions. Yeah. So the next, the final letter, uh, uh, oh pair of letters in the four letter uh, Myers-Briggs system is judging for J or P for perceiving. And Hirsch and Kai's in their soul types book call this final letter, the pathway to soul work, S-O-U-L-W-O-R-K. Mm. Um, so judgers, <laughs> which the name implies, uh, they like to set goals, like to plan, and very much like order. Um, those are the things that make them really, really happy. Mm -hmm. um, and like we said, we are both J's. Yes. Whereas perceivers like options and opportunities for flexibility. You can see how the two can frustrate one another at times if we do not give each other grace. Yes. Um, so like if, if a J personality is kind of pushed into a corner, they will double down. Absolutely. They will turn mm -hmm. into a brick wall about a decision. Mm -hmm. They, they will, you know, go hard and even enforce it further. Whereas a P a perceiving person, um, well, I think give more options. Mm -hmm. Be like, oh, well then, well, if you don't like that, we can do something else. That's fine. Not a J. No, not a J. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, 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 your description of a J doubling down is 1000% accurate. Um, there have been instances in my life and this is confession. This is not anything that I am proud of. <laughs> So please, listeners, do not think that this is something where I'm, you know, pounding my chest saying, gee, isn't this great? You know, there have been times in my life where in retrospect, I can look back and I can see that my J really raised, you know, it, it was really raising the water mm -hmm. and I refused to listen to other options or mm -hmm. to be persuaded because I had made this choice and I was going to double down mm -hmm. and I was not going to budge. <laughs> um, 
And that is something that over many years, I have worked really mm -hmm. hard at addressing and understanding that it's a part of me and not saying it's bad. Mm -hmm. Because we need people who have a high J in this world to stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves mm -hmm. and to and to be that toes on the line and say, yeah. no more. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a strong sense of justice and fairness and those types of things. Um, and we need that, but not to the detriment of others. You know, I've told Karen many times over the years, back when um, Hummers were first introduced mm -hmm. onto the market, you know, the really big box-like tank looking SUV, um, I actually had someone say to me, it's almost like you are driving through life in this big tank, this big Hummer, <laughs> and you're running over people. And you're and you're like, oh, was that a speed bump? Because your sense of I'm right mm -hmm. was so strong. So that I have, so hopefully I have softened to where mm -hmm. maybe now if I run over, you know, if I plow over you in my Hummer, I'm going to stop and at least say, you know, do you need to go to the hospital? Oh, okay, you're fine, you know, and drive off. <laughs> Uh, not figure this is not literally, not literally. this is not literally this she is, does not own i do not own a hummer um, yeah trust me people would not be safe if a i had one, to drive two or three none of them <laughs> none of them but but we do we double down yeah and that can be extremely hurtful to yeah, someone who is a p mm -hmm. because it can be perceived by the yeah. perceiver that we just don't listen to them we don't care yeah but it's just it's just another part of your personality mm -hmm. so yeah these are all ways of you know getting to know yourself um and listening if you are interested um, i'll have the book uh, for the myers-briggs and the strengths finder um, in the in the show notes and so the last thing we're going to highlight really quickly because there are nine different types in this uh, personality uh, index, I guess. Um, but this is the one that I am currently working off of for myself and am trying to get my husband. Well, my husband is working on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I remind him of his threeness on a regular basis and Missy, you are a three. I am a three. And so, mm -hmm. um, it is called the Enneagram E N N E A G R A M. And the book that I really like because I'm a C um, on the DISC, that's one of my happy places, is called The Wisdom of the Enneagram, and it's by Don Richard Rizzo and Russ Hudson. It's blue. It's about an inch thick. It's fairly detailed. Uh, that's bigger than an inch. Is it? Are you sure? Yes. All right. It's a large <laughs> manual. <laughs> but it's paperback. So it is paperback. It's not as threatening as maybe a, an inch and a half book that was hardcover. Right. Um, but the Enneagram not only talks about how you react to things like the Myers-Briggs does and the DISC and the Strength Finder, but it also talks about inner motivation. And its, it's focus really is on inner motivation. What wakes you up in the morning? What is your driving um, kind of sentence for how you see the world? And um, I just find it really, really fascinating because it, it has been developed by Rizo and Hudson to be a spiritual path 
kind of transformation thing. So you can use it to become a better person, um, which as a one, I'm concerned about becoming a better person. Um, it fills in the gaps where the other methods are so extremely scientific yes. and do not have the spiritual leanings. Mm -hmm. This is, and this yes. is gaining much traction. Yes. I'm surprised at how many people two years ago had never mm. heard of Enneagram, which you've been um, on this journey for at least three years. I think so. Yeah. Um, and at that time I'd never heard of it. You'd mm -hmm. never heard of it. Um, and I would say to people, and now it is becoming, it's like people thing. are starting to, it's starting to gain traction. So if you've never heard of it, please mm -hmm. don't feel like, oh, where have I been? Yeah. But it is starting to, to take, uh, to take foothold out there. Yeah. So the different types, and I'll just quickly mm -hmm. run through them. Type one is the reformer. Type two is the helper. Type three is the achiever. Type four is the individualist. Type five is the investigator. Type six is the loyalist. Type seven is the enthusiast. Type eight is the challenger. And type nine is the peacemaker. So you can hear just from their names right. and, and what they are called that they have some there is definitely overlap between DISC and Myers-Briggs in terms of motivation and then action. Um, but the thing that I really like about the Enneagram is that it talks about suffering. It talks about dissonance. It talks about healthy, average, and then unhealthy levels. Um, based in each personality. So if you notice yourself, I'll say regressing um, or getting very upset about something that is now unusual for you, you can take that as a noticing and be like, okay, I need to reset or I need to go on personal retreat or whatever it is that you need to do for your own personality type. Um, so it's a, it's a means of growth and it provides questions and especially this book that I mentioned, the wisdom of the Enneagram, it provides questions for reflection. It shows you how to kind of move towards, uh, integration in different ways. And there's several other resources, uh, by Rizo or Hudson that can go along with this. And one of my, one of the things that I just got, and I am doing a plug and I get no kickbacks or any kind of compensation for this, um, is a book called Enneagram Transformations, Releases and Affirmations for Healing Your Personality Type. And so this is by Don Richard Rizzo. And I found this when I was on my personal retreat last week. And it goes through and gives 16 releases um, so things that you release in order to transform. So I just opened this up to a page and it happens to be a type two, the helper. And it says, I now release expecting others to repay my help in the way I want. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of a release. Whereas an affirmation for a type two would be, I now affirm that I love others without expecting anything in return. 
And so this book goes through the personality types one through nine, has releases and affirmations for each personality type in order to, like the subtitle says, bring healing to our person. Um, because especially like if you are a one like I am and you double down, it's not good for anybody ever. I think I think I can pretty much say it is not good for anyone ever. Yeah. Um, the motivation is not pure. Yeah. It's yes. <laughs> so as as someone who is a reformer, like you can see the D and the C coming mm -hmm. out and like an INTJ notices patterns really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, a one in the Enneagram notices everything that's wrong first and then has a compulsion to try and fix it all, um, which is incredibly unhealthy uh, when not managed. So to me, it's a great way of being able to lean into who Christ has made us to be. And yet at the same time, knowing that God wants to bring us healing and that it's all encompassed in this one kind of thing. The thing that I like about the Enneagram, the, the text, uh, the, the book that you're talking about, the, the wisdom of the Enneagram, that I hadn't realized until I read the I'm a three. And um, I, I just hadn't realized how external factors, things, just things happening throughout mm -hmm. life could make parts of my personality perceived by myself as being things that were horrible, awful, terrible things about myself or about the world. The way that the enemy could twist things that happened into making me feel like mm. there were things wrong with my personality mm. or mm -hmm. with others' personalities. And the way that these gentlemen approach their writing and their instruction is all from the perspective of healing mm -hmm. and becoming the person that you were created to be. And that is very different than much of the material that you will find mm -hmm. centered around DISC or Myers-Briggs because they are very scientific. And I'm not saying that this isn't, but the the motivation behind these authors is to share healing mm -hmm. and integration of who you are and who you were created yeah. to be. And you're not going to find that necessarily mm -hmm. in the other mm -hmm. two in the other two paths. Yeah. And you don't have to be a Christian to do the no. wisdom of the Enneagram. It is not. No, it's not. Like there is no mention of, of Christ or Jesus or the Holy Spirit or any of that. Um, but as a believer, I can feel it woven. Yes. In the fabric mm -hmm. of it. And, and the thing is someone, um, you know, you could have a friend who is maybe Hindi and they could read it mm -hmm. and they could see their deity yeah. mm -hmm. woven throughout it. It's just, um, it's it's encouraging you to become what you were created to be. Mm -hmm. And that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think one of the main reasons that I like it is because as a spiritual director, I perceive a lot of my responsibility in walking with others to is to get them to see mm -hmm. who God has created them to be. Um, how much God loves them, you know, what is God, how is God at work in their lives that they don't see right. that I can call out and name for them. 
And so because that's how I approach spiritual direction and it's kind of become a lot of who, who I am just in the questions that I ask people um, about themselves. You know, I really like the Enneagram because of that, because it can be a guide and a companion to figuring out how, you know, how God is active, how have I been created? How is God loving me in a Wesleyan term towards Christian perfection? You know, how am I moving towards healing and wholeness? And if, if that's kind of the purpose of our lives to be in relationship with God and that brings healing and wholeness, at this point, I don't think you can beat the Enneagram. So we've saved yes. the best for last. I agree. <laughs> and although agree. it's very, you know, very, very short overview of it, um, I encourage you to check out the Enneagram Institute online or, you know, pick up a, a book on the Enneagram from your local library. Um, Richard Rohr has wrote a couple books on the Enneagram. There's lots and lots of different resources. Um, so, yeah, go out, discover some of your patterns, some of your behavior, some of your habits, and then take it to someone, if not God, and be like, hey, how can I look more like you in light of this? <laughs> and, and I am going to give a plug here, and I'm not being compensated for this <laughs> in full disclosure. Um, if you have never explored your personality, and like, and like we said at the beginning, you have a little bit of all the types mm -hmm. in you. That's yes. just a fact. Even if you're negative on the scale, you mm -hmm. still have that in you. But if you go through this process and you find that there are certain things that you're reading about your about what your results are saying about you and you're troubled by it mm -hmm. or you get mad or the opposite spectrum you yeah. are like man i have it all together wherever you are on that spectrum i really want to put a plug in and encourage you to reach out to karen or to another person who's a spiritual director but to reach out I'm going to plug and say, reach out to Karen for spiritual direction sessions. It will be the best time and resources you've ever spent because she will be able to help you navigate through why are you having the reactions? Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you right now, you're going to read things yeah. and you're not going to like it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to say, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Let me go take the test again. I must yeah. have answered something wrong and the result will come back exactly the same. Yeah. But and it, you'll, like at least with the Enneagram Institute.com, you'll have to pay another 20 bucks to take it yeah, again. You'll have to pay again. So, you know, pay. But I really encourage you if you if you go down this path and you want to go deeper into why you're feeling some of the things mm -hmm. that you're feeling, that is one of the um, I'll say if, if you've been concerned or scared to jump into spiritual mm -hmm. direction, this is a really easy way to put your floaties on and step into the baby pool. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I highly recommend Karen. So there's my plug. Well, thanks. And I am not being, <laughs> this is Missy Schoonover and I was not compensated for this message. <laughs> Nor did I even suggest that she no, say it before. No, but I just, I really feel no. strongly that so, so yes, it's helpful. Here's, yeah. I'm tired from going through what we just talked about. I am too. So I'm sure that you all who are listening will need to process this. So if you have any questions or um, 
you know, need clarification about anything, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Waterworks Ministries. Um, our website is waterworksministries.org. You can feel free to contact us in any of those ways. And, you know, yeah, if you are looking for a spiritual director, we do have some openings after the 23rd of April um, of 2019. So in case you're listening to this for whatever reason in like 2021. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope that you are. And we hope that you are. Welcome. Namaste. Mm -hmm. um, the light in me sees the light in you. Um, and hopefully you're able to see the connection as to mm -hmm. why understanding the different personality types are an important step in becoming a badass joy enthusiast. Yes, because really? That's kind of my goal in life right now. And these are the funny and uncomfortable steps that you and I have both taken to, yes. to be self-proclaimed badass joy enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. So hesed and shalom, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>